Welcome back to Poison for Profit. I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. And we're going to be coming at you guys tonight again with another microsode for the holidays. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that festive, but yeah. <laughs> not a festive episode, but it, we're recording it near the holiday season. Uh, whatever you celebrate, happy that. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be passing over to Zach. He's bringing us an article from The Guardian tonight looking yeah. into what's going on down there with the Mennonites. So, Zach, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, so we're uh, we're going south of the border and then south of another border and then several more borders after that to Suriname, which is in South America. Uh, Suriname borders Brazil to the north and Guyana to the east. And the situation down there is that the Surinamese, I don't know if that's the right term, but their their government granted permission to 50 Mennonite families to basically move into the country and set up settlements there. Uh, they're likely coming from communities that already exist, Mennonite communities that already exist in Bolivia, there's also countries in Mexico, or sorry, there's also groups of Mennonites in Mexico and Belize um, that have settled there. Uh, But this is the newest development with Central and South American uh, Mennonite settlements. Government did say that they are not providing land to the uh, Mennonite settlers. And they're also not eligible for land belonging to tribal communities. But at the same time, uh, Suriname is the only country in South America not to recognize indigenous land rights. So not quite sure, you know, how that factors into (laughs) claiming that they're not going to be taking land that belongs to tribal communities. Yeah, it's easy to say that they're not uh, giving them land when... It's, in their mind, no one's land. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I guess um, for anybody who doesn't know what Mennonites are, they are a uh, Christian kind of sect, a group of Dutch-German Christians are very European, kind of the the, uh, ideology, and pretty much everything they do stems from uh, the old-time European days, Uh, sort of like the Amish- they, they use wear more the, technology. Yeah, they wear like the same clothing as the Amish. Yeah, uh, but but a very like closed off group. They kind of have their own. They do their own thing. They don't really interact with other communities. societal yeah. communities. Yeah, yeah. So uh, concerns that the uh, locals, the indigenous people of Suriname, have is deforestation a big one. Uh, Mennonite settlers are accused of deforesting over 7,000 hectares in Peru alone since they started settling there in 2017. Um, Violent conflict is another concern uh, because Mennonites are very closed off. um, And I think, you know, it's fair to say, like, Settler colonial projects have a tendency to um, expand against the will of uh, indigenous people and native people. Um, so there's definitely you know potential that 
as Mennonite the Mennonite community grows, you know, there's differing priorities for these groups that really don't or aren't going to interact very much. And there was a story that came out the uh, in Bolivia. So the Mennonite settlement in Bolivia, where these uh, families are likely coming from, uh, between 2005 and 2009, it was revealed that more than 130 women and girls had been drugged and raped by a group of men, raped by a group of men within this specific community. Um, that's not good, right? Yeah, I don't think anybody wants start. <laughs> nobody's inviting them to, you know, move into this, this area that now has been granted permission for them to settle in. And the, the native people who are already there pretty much said they don't want them there. They're not inviting them. They're not welcome. And, uh, the, uh, let's see, who was it? The chief of the Class Creek, the village of Class Creek, um, which is the community that exists there already, has said that uh, they have not invited anyone. They don't want the Mennonites there, and they will have to kill them to take over their land. So the tone already, you know, not very peaceful. Lots of tension, I would say. <laughs> and, you know, rightfully so for the people who are there. The, so these Mennonite families are working with Terra Invest, which is a Dutch-owned uh, company, basically just for this purpose of acquiring land for uh, settlers to control in these countries. They're looking for 50,000 hectares, which is equivalent to about 125,000 acres. It is, uh, and they kind of go into this in the in the um, article. It's only 0.4 percent of the land in the forest in Suriname, but people are like people are there, right? It's going to affect people. It's going to displace people. Uh, the the fact that it's a small percentage doesn't make it an insignificant amount of land or insignificant for people who will be affected. Well, and it's also a slippery slope, you know? Oh, it's only 0.3% this year. Then it just keeps growing. Exactly. To 1% next. And it, it, especially with the company backing, it sounds like, like that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. And, and, and again, like these kind of projects, this is what they tend to do. They tend to grow and they tend to displace people. And, um, you know, around the world, they they exist and uh it's pretty much consistent in every case that it's bad for people who are indigenous and native to these areas that westerners come in settle the land and move people out by force um it's it, this isn't a uh a very good you know, I don't, I don't have a whole lot of hope of this. Like if they do settle there, that it's going to be very peaceful for very long. Yeah. I can't see that happening either. And it just seems like they're using a very similar playbook. That is an old playbook that we used, uh, as Americans coming to North America with the native Americans, uh, 
sadly. I mean, it's very like the history that behind a lot of that. It's it's never peaceful. It's it's always people are getting killed and they're getting screwed over for their you know their land that their culture and families have probably been on for years and years to come. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, the Mennonites specifically, their, their agriculture, you know, they grow their own food, all this, uh, all these practices, they're still very, it's very much like Western conventional agriculture, which goes along with the deforestation part, right? Native people here rely on the forest and the ecosystem for, you know, a multitude of things, I'm sure, not just for food, but for like uh, altruistic kind of purposes. Um, but Mennonites, they use large scale, uh, heavy machinery, mechanical ag- agriculture, which goes along with like GMOs and uh, agrochemicals. It's going to really affect the ecosystem that exists there. If they come in here and start, um, you know, clearing land—not just clearing land, but but spraying um, these chemicals, fertilizers, and and pesticides, and and also, you know, um, introducing these new uh, GMO uh, crops or, or what have you, where it's going to start mixing now with the. Um, the vegetation and the, the other plant species that are existent in the area. Yeah. I mean, this is like one of those ecosystems that's just pristine at this point and to be going down there and cutting down the trees and introducing GMOs and pesticides where they would have never, ever touched before. is just absolutely disgusting. Um, and yeah, I think that's like the big, Big difference with this uh, Mennonite kind of sect of Christianity, I guess it is, is that they don't really seem to have an aversion to modern technology. So that's why this is of more concern compared to like if just someone was going down there and farming. Um, Right. It's not like, you know, ox and a plow. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, They're going to they're going to bring some heavy machinery down there and they're going to likely cut down a lot of trees uh, and dig up the soil, disturb a lot. Anyways, I I think this is just kind of, there's been, and we haven't really talked about it at all, but about uh, these colonization projects, especially with the situation in uh, Israel and in Gaza. Um, This is just like another example of, these projects aren't a thing of the past, really. Like, you think we're in a post-colonial kind of era. This is, like, the first that I'm really hearing about Mennonites being in South America at all. Um, and being so, sponsored by a company to be there. That that's yeah. what is just absolutely insane. When you said that, I couldn't believe it, to be honest and, with you. And it's basically like this company exists for this purpose of of getting land for these settler projects. Right. And I think it's like happening even, I mean, it's kind of, <laughs> it's the weirdest thing to be this Ecuador thing. I mean, mm-hmm. you, have you been hearing about this Bitcoin Ecuador? A little bit, like, but I don't there's know. All these like 
Bitcoin millionaire white people moving to Ecuador and taking over. And it's something it's like an insane, like 7% of the, the uh, native population is now imprisoned in Ecuador. What? But it's like, it's, it's crazy. Like the, the, the things that are happening in South America. Yeah. Yeah, That might be the the newest place for people to be exploited. I feel like, yeah, yeah. Uh, what were you gonna say though? No, like that. I just think like that could be. I guess I think there's prob that's probably pretty well uh, documented by other people, so we might not need to do a cover that at all. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'd say good luck to the people of Suriname who are there. Um, they've been really fighting for indigenous rights for a long time too so i just you know i hope for the best i do not like that the government has given permission for this um but it's something you know that happens and i am glad we got this article sent to us because i don't think i would have seen it otherwise yeah not something i i don't think would have came up on my uh normal Goog, my normal Goog search, but <laughs> <laughs> if you want to shout out who sent it to you, Zach. Yeah, sure. Uh, GMO Free USA. Yeah, they sent us a lot, so thank you guys at GMO Free. But wow. with that, I just want to thank you all for listening. As always, this article will be linked in the show notes. There's a lot more information in there that we could not cover in this microsode. Uh, so definitely check that out. It's uh, from The Guardian, always a good source. Uh, but as always, check us out on all of our social media. And anything else from you, Zach? Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.